الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين استفى أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اذكروا الله ذكرا كثيرا سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم سمي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم سمي على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الحمد لله we are joining all the listeners again on this Thursday night currently we are here in Berlin, Germany Remembering with fondness the days we spent recently in the shores of South Africa. But we wanted to talk to you all about tonight. Is that we have witnessed a great problem in many people. That shaitan uses and twists to make a person leave the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the only solution is to reach out and turn to Allah SWT. And that is that a lot of people are very free with one another, very warm and welcoming even to a stranger, very friendly, loyal to their friends, always feel that they should be jolly and cheery and happy, always feel that anybody should be able to come to me for anything and have that same expectation that if I have a friend or I have a relationship or a spouse or any lawful relationship, any relationship that a person is in, this is the expectation that that person, that other party and the relationship should always be there for me, should always be willing to listen to me. And if this expectation is fulfilled, means that if the other party is like that, is always there for you, willing to listen to you, always ready to help you. So then a person becomes so free with them. The person says that, oh, you know, that person, that friend of mine, I can tell them anything. I can share anything with them. I can turn to them whenever I want. I never have to think twice about picking up the phone and calling them. Oh, I can reach out to them 24 hours, anytime. So when the other party in the relationship sends this signal to us that they're always ready, always willing to listen and help. It breaks down all our inhibitions, all our barriers. And we become free with that person. But then can you imagine how strange it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a real relationship, our Rabb, He told us He is always there for us. He told us he's always ready to help us. Hmm? Allah Ta'ala says, has mentioned in Quran that Allah Ta'ala wants what? Ud'uni, that all oh, slaves you should make dua to me. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran that I, Allah, will certainly, definitely respond. Listen, hear, reply, respond. 
And actually the entire Ummah is supposed to have this feeling, Allah bi dhikrin The entire Ummah should be able to turn to Allah Ta'ala. And zikr means remembering Allah Ta'ala, having feelings for Allah Ta'ala, reaching out and connecting to Allah Ta'ala every single time every single one in the ummah feels at even the slightest lonely sad depressed they should be able to turn to Allah and it's amazing how lacking this is whenever we travel this is what we see we see Muslims sad everywhere we see Muslims lonely everywhere we see Muslims depressed everywhere and we see very rare rare cases where they can turn to Allah SWT. Some of them, they bottle it up. Some of them, they hurt themselves. Once we had these cases of women who used to cut, cut means they used to take razor knife and cut their arms. They would cut something so that the blood would come. Allah Akbar. Why? Why would you do that? Because I was sad. Because I was lonely. Because I was depressed. Allah Akbar. Hmm? You had Allah SWT to turn to, huh? But they just couldn't, they didn't know how to reach out and connect to Allah SWT. They didn't know how to do it. So somehow, somewhere, I don't know where this came from, maybe this was some Gothic, punk Gothic ritual, Allah Khalam, how this has come, and it's come to young women who were in high school and university, even in Pakistan. The strange phenomenon of cutting, cutting oneself. And the arms and Allah, Allah knows best. Why? Because I was sad, lonely, or depressed. It's amazing the long list of things people do when they're sad, lonely, and depressed instead of turning to Allah. And I feel that this is one of the major things that Shaitan has developed and designed is to make people forget Allah Ta'ala, this is what he does, Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, فَأَنْفَاهُمْ ذِكْنُ اللَّهِ And shaitan makes believers forget Allah. فَأَنْفَاهُمْ ذِكْنُ اللَّهِ This is what Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, what shaitan does, he makes believers forget Allah Ta'ala. But the question is, when does he do that? Hmm? So, because he is a twisted, evil creature, he makes all of his efforts, makes much of his effort to make the believers forget Allah Ta'ala exactly when they should have remembered Him. When they don't have Itmanan in their heart, when they're broken-hearted, sad, lonely, and depressed, at that time, Shaitan makes a believer forget Allah Ta'ala. That's where you will find so many of these things that people turn to, music, novel, movies, TV, all of that, a lot of that, is about sadness, loneliness, depression. You will find very few songs that talk about happiness, joy, achievement. No, most of the songs are talking about the person who got broke, broke up, and heartache, and heartbreak. So again, very few novels tell the good stories. A lot of them are all about complicated situations, dramas. That's why they're called dramas. Hmm? movie drama, TV drama, novel drama. So what happens is that a person identifies. A person identifies with the lyrics in the song. A person identifies with the character in the novel. 
even people can write that, that identify with the character in that book, Lalakbar. You're supposed to identify yourself with Allah Subhanahu You're supposed to identify yourself with Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You're supposed to be reading the lives and the stories of Sahaba and see with which of them you identified yourself with. You should have been reading the lives of the awliyaullah ulama to see which of them you identified yourself with. But no, I identified myself with that person. Allah Okay? So caught up in TV, music, movies, and novels. And for some men, sports. Hmm? Sports and surfing. So caught up in that. You can watch hours and hours and be to the screen, glued on their phone, hmm? glued to the phone and the iPad and the tablet, as if any of these things could come anywhere near substituting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the real treachery is that none of these things provide any solace, any comfort to the heart. But the person doesn't realize that they do it more and more waiting. They put in the tenth movie waiting that which movie is going to cure their depression. It won't. They will watch ten, they can watch a hundred. They pick up the next book, they pick up the next magazine, they watch the next game. And it's an unending thing. It's unending. There's no limit to the sports matches you can watch. There are more sports games that will be played in your lifetime that you can watch in your whole lifetime. There are more novels that are written that you could read. There are more movies that are produced that you can watch. It's an unlimited supply. It's unending. All shaitan has to do is hook a person on one of these things. And that's it. They can surf all night. They can read novels all night. They can watch TV all night. They can listen to music all night. He can get them to do it all night, every night, night after night. Now, if you look at Sabiqram, Allah Akbar, who are they? They used to make zikr, pray salah, make dua to Allah Ta'ala all night, every night. Hmm? Half the night, every night. One third, two thirds. Every night. Every night, night after night. You see, the best of us today, maybe we pray attention once. Can you imagine that lifestyle of the person who prays to Allah every night, night after night? Definitely Sahaba were at least doing it for a few hours. Even, let's just take one hour. Can you imagine how happy and content that person would be that every night they spend one hour in Tajjud, whether the start of it or the middle or the end of the last hour before Fajr Salah, one hour, one hour a night, but every night, night after night for years. What do they do in that one hour? They pray some salah, make some dua, make some zikr, make some istikhar. They talk to Allah Ta'ala. They reach out to Allah Ta'ala. For one hour a night, every night, night after night. Then a person who can learn how to do that, they never have feeling of loneliness or sadness or depression. They will never feel that they need to turn to novel, music, TV, etc. That's all we had to do was one hour. But we can't give that one hour to Allah Ta'ala. Instead, we give hours upon hours to all of those other things. Nobody will say, I only watch TV for an hour. It's not possible. You watch it for hours. Nobody can say, I just watch the first hour of the movie. You watch it for hours. 
Nobody can say I read a book just for one hour, they will do it for hours. Nobody can say I watch the sports match for just one hour, that also takes hours. So we have somehow managed to find the time to spend hours and hours every day and night, night after night, on all of these false sources, and we couldn't find the time and sense to spend one hour every night, night after night, connecting our heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's it. It's that simple. You must just leave all of this ghafla, love, all of this idleness, all of this wasteful activities that we do, and we have to give that time back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That all the sadness, loneliness, depression can never stay. In the beginning it will still come, but it will go away. And then as a person keeps connecting to Allah Ta'ala, then it will never stay, then it will go away, then it will never be able to come. And a person can reach that stage where they have so much that's been on in their heart that no matter what happens to them in their life, they can never get lonely, depressed, or sad. As Allah tells in the Quran, La khawfun alayhim wallahum yahzunun. Means that they will never ever feel huzan, means they will never ever be lonely, sad, depressed. That's it. No, Yes, that person was on zikr, taqwa, ibadah, sunnah, sharia. This is the state Allah gives them, the hal, sifat of their heart, their condition and attribute of their spiritual heart. And they never feel any sorrow, grief, depression, worry, ever again. Never. There's a melatonin that never tests them. They keep getting tested, keep having difficulty, but they never feel sad and sorrow over it. All of this could be attained, even just through one hour a night. This is why, because you should not know that the night is the special time for this. So that's why the very large amount of entertainment, recreation, leisure, pleasure is at night. Prime time entertainment, nighttime entertainment, night shows, nightlife. Hmm? Nightlife, nightclub, everything is there. The background, their nightlife was the Hajjad Salah. Hmm? Their nightclub is the Masala. They also had a nightlife. Hmm? And people today also have a nightlife. It's our choice. Our choice of type of nightlife we want. And that's where most of us are stumbling. During the day, almost every believer is okay. They're busy, busy working, or busy in school, or busy studying, or busy teaching, busy learning. They're busy. Even on the weekends, most of, most a person is fine during the day. It's all about our nights. How do we spend our nights? What do we do at night? What do we do when we're alone in the night? So Allah Ta'ala gave us perfect hidayah, perfect guidance. When you're alone and it's night, that means you should turn to Allah Ta'ala. This is a special time. A special time for the lover and their beloved. For the true lover who is an abd, al-abdul mu'min. And the true beloved who is Allahu Rabbul Kareem. The way we 
Prabhupada Mishayak train us to constantly practice this Marakama, Zikrakambi, Zikra of the heart, Gufakambi. This makes sure once a person's heart is trained to constantly remember Allah to constantly be aware of Allah then this person now has a greater chance. The second they get a shock to their heart, the second that heart gets broken, it will turn to Allah Because when you make zikr, your heart befriends Allah. When you make zikr, your heart befriends Allah Sultana. And it's human nature that when you're broken hearted, you turn to your friend. When your heart is broken, you turn to your friend. So that person whose friend is Allah Ta'ala, when their heart is broken, they would turn to Allah Ta'ala. And that person whose friend was so-and-so, fulan on such and such, dunya, and when their heart is broken, they will also turn to their friend. The zikr is that training process and act through which Allah Ta'ala becomes our friend. That's why the person who makes a zikr in good times, they will always remember to turn to Allah Ta'ala in bad times. But if a person doesn't remember Allah Ta'ala in good times, then what happens? When the shock comes, when the bad time comes, when the weariness, sadness, depression, because they hadn't made Allah Ta'ala their friend, they hadn't remembered Allah Ta'ala in the good times. This is why Mashaik, they taught constant zikr. This is what Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, constant zikr. That make zikr of your Rabb, of your Lord, when you're standing, sitting, lying down, it's all the time. That way a person befriends Allah Ta'ala, that way a person will be able to turn to Allah Ta'ala whenever they're sad and lonely. So the whole problem is solved through zikr. Problem one, not connected to Allah Ta'ala good times, solved through zikr. Problem two, can't remember Allah Ta'ala in bad times, again solved through zikr. So the importance of zikr can never be overstated. Never. And especially zikr to Because it's all about the heart. Everything is about the heart. Because all of our feelings are in our heart. That heart which has the background zikr of Allah Ta'ala will always feel the right feelings. And that heart that is empty of this background zikr of Allah Ta'ala will end up feeling the wrong feelings. Now when that heart ends up feeling the wrong feelings, then obviously it will lead to wrong action, wrong statements, wrong desires. But as long as a person is doing the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in their heart, when they're in a state of the zikr, the heart will only have good feelings. And good feelings lead to good thoughts, and good statements, and good desires. So again, another way, then the zikr actually does solve everything. Zikr does solve everything. Now to get this level of zikr, that a person has this constant remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, that requires training, that requires discipline, that requires constantly pushing oneself, hard work and effort. It's not just that one person just can bear to shaykh and then next thing you know you're zakir. No. It requires constant effort, constantly pushing oneself. Every day trying to do more than what did on the previous day. 
every day trying to do more zikr, trying to remember Allah more, better, in newer ways than a person did the previous day. If we don't push ourselves to do more, you will end up doing less. This is another feature of zikr. If a person says, oh, I'm just comfortable with exactly my level of deen, so I'll just keep it the way it is. You won't be able to keep it the way it is. You'll slide down. There's no concept of being flat indeed. Not over time. Over time, a person tracked over time, a person will necessarily either be increasing or decreasing indeed. Because lack of progress itself means the person is decreasing indeed. Right? Just like any other thing in our life. And every day goes by and we take, we take one more step towards our grave. So rather our grave took one more step towards us. So it either finds us a better person, if it finds us the same person that means we're worse, because we're actually worse. So now this effort to constantly increase in zikr, that is what a person learns from the shy. That is what we're guided to on this path of the Sohoth. Push to constantly make more and more zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the time. Alhamdulillah, if you read the teachings in Mashaikh, they would mention so much about zikr. Always pushing people to make more and more zikr. And levels of zikr. Proper asbaq means, uh, formally organized curricula and lessons of zikr. So the person goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So that the person is constantly doing more and more and more. So this tariqa, this path, trying to bring a person deeper and closer and more intense until they're completely immersed in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Rabadi, Sheikh Ahmed Sahidinatai, he once said a beautiful thing, wrote a beautiful thing. He was trying to explain to those people who thought that fana, fana means, you know, passing away from one's own self, forgetting one's own awareness and consciousness, because they were absorbed in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa So some people, when they reached the state of fana, they said that they saw Allah Ta'ala in everything. So they thought that every single thing in creation is just a reflection of Allah. And that's how they define fana. That a person now sees Allah Ta'ala in all of creation. The Imam al-Bana'ta explained it beautifully. He says, no, how could fana ever mean that? Fana means to forget all of creation. And to forget all of creation absolutely entirely. Then that's called fana. So then if you forget all of creation entirely, it also means that you must forget the fact that all of creation was created by Allah Ta'ala. That description or that attribute or that sifat about creation is itself something that you should forget in zikr. So he explained it so beautifully that fana means to forget all of Allah. Not to notice Allah Ta'ala in creation. Fana means to forget creation. So this notion of zikr enabling a person to forget, to free oneself from the love of the world, that enables a person then to purify the heart from all of the unlawful desires and wishes 
because all of the unlawful desires and wishes always have to do with love for the dunya, or love for creation. So in the state of fana, a person forgets all the world and all creation. Means a person forgets all dunya and all makhluk. Now when you no longer remember dunya and makhluk, then all of the bad feelings go away. There can no longer be feeling of lust because lust has to always be for some creation. And you've forgotten all the creation. It means you've forgotten all the creation entirely. It means you've forgotten the beauty of creation. You've forgotten the pleasures of creation. You've forgotten the physical pleasure that's also creation. You've forgotten everything because you're in fana. So it's an emptiness to be empty, to be completely stripped and empty of everything other than Allah, other than the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's called fana. Then if you forget all of creation, then you will forget all your grudges or forget your anger because in order to have a grudge, to have the feeling of anger, it must be directed at some creation. And if you forget the creation itself, how could you remember the feeling of anger? So that also be gone. Then when you forget the world, you forget the dunya. So then there's no materialist, materialism, no greed. Because greed can only be for that person who is thinking about dunya. If you can imagine a person, they say that I don't think about dunya at all, but I'm too greedy. I say, how is that? That's not possible. So in Fanal, they forget the dunya. So much secret that they forget the dunya entirely. Do they forget others? They forget dunya. Then when they forget others and they forget the dunya, then obviously they don't forget how much dunya the others have. And they won't have any hasad. No envy, no jealousy. Because they're not even aware anymore. They've forgotten who has what and who has how much and who has more than me and who has etc. And because once they've forgotten the dunya, they've forgotten others. They forgot how much dunya others have. They can never have arrogance. How can they think themselves as better than someone when they've forgotten all those someones and forgotten everything about those someones? Therefore, they cannot even make this assessment that am I better than them or I less than them? Am I more educated than them, more rich than them, more talented than them? They've forgotten them and all of their talents. And they've forgotten their own self and their own talents. So there's no scope even. No scope to even have ujub, which is a person feeling vanity and pride and conceit, how, when they've forgotten their own abilities, how can they feel vain over their abilities? This is what was fana. So fana meant to forget all dunya and all makhluk. So fana means pure zikr. To remember Allah, pure and absolute zikr. To remember Allah purely and absolutely and completely means that you forget everything. Now let's go back to what we began with. So if a person can learn and be trained to do zikr in this way, and then they forget all of dunya and all of makhluk, they forget all the world and all the creation, then obviously they will forget every sorrow and every grief and every loneliness and every sadness. They will simply forget it. That's it. They will forget whatever makes them sad. They will forget whoever's absence makes them lonely. They will forget them. They will forget everything. So the zikr of Allah that a person has to do with his zikr deeply. That doesn't mean that a person stops being themselves. And that doesn't mean that literally. Nobody can stop being themselves. It just means that you stop remembering anything other than yourself. 
So the awareness of the self doesn't become zero. The awareness of the self is tripped down to the core identity of a person. And that's called being Allah Ta'ala's Abd. That they forget now that, oh, I'm the person who so-and-so betrayed. And again, you feel sad. But they forgot that person, forgot the betrayal, so they forgot this identity of themselves. That I'm Muslim. I'm the one who was betrayed. I was oppressed. So-and-so hurt my son. So-and-so did this. Some people carry that constantly in their consciousness. That's part of their identity, their victimization. They're being victimized. Well, not in this situation, but in so much because they will forget all of that. They will forget all of that. So, and then they forget everything about themselves except their being the Abdullah Sultan. That itself is an incredible goal. So, this is what happens when Sadiq Ram and the Siddiqi and Salahid, all the Allah, they will rise at the time of the Hajjad because at the time of the Hajjad is the best time when a person can forget the world and forget creation. That is the best time because the person is doing this worship of Allah Ta'ala and it's not subtle, it's nothing, it's purely out of their loving, devoted relationship with Allah Ta'ala. So at that point then for one hour, a person exists as an abd. This is what happens in that one hour of zikr at night. That in that one hour they get this fana, they forget the world and everything that it contains, they forget all of creation. They forget everything about themselves that has any relation or connection to the world in creation. So what part of their self remains, that part of their self that had connection in relation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means they're being an abd of Allah ta'ala. That part of themselves that had a relation connection to Nabi Akareem, Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu that means they're being an ummati of beloved Nabi Akareem sallallahu And they spend one hour in that state of emptiness of all Allah and complete fulfillment only in being the Abd of Allah Ta'ala and the Ubati of the Bayakrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That gives a joy. That is a joy and happiness. And if we were able to feel that, if we were able to feel the joy, happiness, ecstasy, pleasure, rapture of this fact that we are the Abd of Allah Ta'ala, of this fact that Allah Ta'ala is our Rabb, of this fact that we are Ubati of the Bayakrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, of the fact that Sayyidina Rasulullah is our Nabi that would erase and obliterate every sadness, depression, loneliness, tension that we have. So because this has become so widespread in the Ummah, therefore equally important it is now that the teachings of Zikr become widespread. And then this will only happen when those of us like ourselves and all of those who are and listeners of this program more regularly, this will only happen when all of us practice the zikr that we know, practice the zikr that we've learned, practice the zikr that we've been taught. And as each and every one more person, as any and every single person, becomes from Zakirin and Zakirat from this Allah, then it will spread more and more and more. So because we're living in an age of deep turmoil, rebellion and sin and immodesty, it's now not possible to completely, to completely there's so much confusion, wrong, evil, sin sprouting up from so many uncontrollable places, innumerable places, uncontrollable forces. 
it's not possible for us to stamp out every single evil. So what we can do is he gives us a second teaching. If we can't do fully do, we must do to whatever extent we can. But if the Nahi and the Mudkar repudiating and stopping that which is crude and forbidden, if that's not possible to a full extent anymore, the second way that Allah Ta'ala gives us indeed is to spread khair. And if you cannot remove the shadow, at least establish khair. And if you cannot stop out all evil, spread the good more and more and more. And there's a great goodness in the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. That's why Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Allah Akbar. And indeed the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is Akbar. Has, is greater than anything else. Greater than anything else. So we have to learn this zikr, practice this zikr, so that we get the right feelings in our heart, lose the wrong feelings in our heart, and we get this deep connection and awareness of Allah Ta'ala, and that that should become our identity, that should become our longing, that should be our passion, that should be our solace, that should be our recreation. We always want to make zikr Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala make each and every one of us from the Zakirin Allah, Kathira, and Zakirat,